You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. <laughs> Mo Moosey, BJ Armstrong. BJ, how you doing? Uh, you know, well, I just saw a funny video. I don't want to spoil it for our, our The people viewers, haven't seen it yet. Me, uh, the people haven't seen it. So, uh, <laughs> but I hope they have. A, I hope they laugh as much as I laugh. You know, if, if, if you guys want to see the video we're talking about, you got to be following the Hoop Genius on TikTok or Hoop Genius on Instagram because that's coming out very soon. I got a funny one in store for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's good. Well, how you doing? How you doing? It's the oh, weekend. How you doing? Man, listen. I, so, BJ, I've been wearing this this device on my wrist. It's called a Whoop, right? And it's like a health okay. tracker, and it okay. measures like your heart rate, your blood oxygen, all these kind of factors, right? And every day it tells you how many hours of sleep you need, and then it measures how many you actually get. Um, so obviously okay. every day I fail, and I'm in the red zone because I do not get enough hours of sleep. But yesterday, okay was the first time ever I got 100% of my sleep requirement. So- Oh, congratulations. That's a big deal for me. As, as you know, I never sleep. Yes, so that's a big deal. However, I woke up today feeling absolutely awful. So I'm drinking my my hot, you know, lemon juice and honey with some ginger and some turmeric, trying to get back on track. Okay. Uh, feel like I'm allergic okay. to sleep, but we move. We're here for another episode of the podcast. Yesterday was great, some weekend wisdom. So I want to get more weekend wisdom from you, BJ. We had some beautiful early tip-offs today. We were recording this on Saturday evening and we saw an early one in Madison Square Garden with the Nuggets and the Knicks. And the Knicks took the win. The Nuggets continued their slide. They've been very underwhelming in recent weeks. They actually had a team meeting earlier in the week to set the stakes for the season. KCP, Contavious Cowell Pope, is the only member of the squad who has a championship ring. And he said, what do we want to be? This is not the time to be losing games we're supposed to be winning. Do we want to be champions or do we want to go home? Now, BJ, this is where I need your wisdom because we've seen in recent weeks the Denver Nuggets have got a little bit exposed. We're seeing teams go at the Joker more and more on the defensive end. Jokic in his run for the MVP has actually been missing a bunch of big shots. Today he missed a wide-open three-pointer. Well, wide-open as in he moved the defender with a pump fake and then he was open. Um, that they could have won the game with. The same thing happened last weekend with the Brooklyn Nets when they were in Denver. Um, so I want to know from you, if you're the Denver Nuggets, what's your game plan given their defensive liabilities at three positions with Jokic, Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray? How, when you get to the playoffs, can you try and alleviate some of that and actually make a run at a championship? Well, you know, Mo, the, the first thing... Again, uh, this has just been my experience. When you start having players-only meetings, then that's when I know there's a problem. Okay. Sometimes they work. The players. Sometimes. Remember the Marcus Smart meeting last season, where he called out Tamer yeah, Brown. That's why right. I, I said I, 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 I'll, I'll preface the conversation again. In my experience, when I start <laughs> seeing, <laughs> in my experience. <laughs> When I start seeing players only meetings, they never end well. Okay. Okay. So Marcus Smart had a players only meeting and all right, that's fine. And you, you, you get the results. Now you have to have internal leadership and the internal leadership is, is meaning your best player. In this case for the Denver Nuggets is Jokic. He's their best player. So it's very easy to think, well, Jokic has all the answers. Truthfully speaking, 
now this is a this is where group dynamics is very important. The first guy on the team, which is Jokic, and the 15th guy on the team, they all have a role to play in this in this game if they're going to win. That's just how it works, okay? Now, the best part of being a pro mode from all the successful teams that I've played on and all the successful teams that I've been able to witness over my lifetime is that you have to prepare for everything. You have to prepare for the winning and know that we're not as good when we win games. And that means also, Mo, I have to prepare for the losing. I'm not as bad <laughs> yeah. as, as I am right now. Because, Mo, this is an 82-game schedule, and there's going to be highs and there's lows. So how do you keep this even kill? Now, the one thing that I want to see from this team, talking about the Denver Nuggets, is I don't want to see them get emotionally involved in what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I'm going to share something with you, Mo, that a championship caliber team knows. When you are a championship caliber team, a la the Golden State Warriors, they're not emotionally involved in their losing right now. I just watched Steve Kerr convince me in a post game press conference after they lost to the Atlanta Hawks by the way, for like their 10th straight loss on, on the, the road. road. Yeah. He says, quote, I still believe in this team and we're just fine. Yeah. Now. <laughs> and, and, I, and I still do. And that's why I'm looking at it like, if the Warriors get the eighth seed and the Nuggets get the first seed, I like the Warriors. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, that sounds like a man who understands that, yeah, all right, we lost. We've lost a few games. It's going to happen. Mo. No one is perfect. Yeah, no one is perfect, Mo. As much as I want to think that I know, I don't have all the answers. But what I do know, Mo, is that I have to emphasize, highlight what I do well, and I have to make sure what I don't do well, that I don't allow other people to attack me so that I can have and give myself the best chance to win the game. Now, the Denver Nuggets... Guess what? Everyone has something in their offense and defense that they they are weak in. We know now what they're not good at. Mo, I've been telling you this since the beginning of the season. This is nothing new. Now, teams are just exposing that. And here's the thing, Mo. What adjustments are they going to make in the series? Now it's the regular season before we get to the playoffs so that what they do well, they do. And what they don't do well, it doesn't allow them not to win the game. And what I'm starting to see, Mo, is the following. This is what Steve Kerr knows, okay? And I don't want to expose the Warriors because they got something going over there. Power doesn't panic. The yep. Warriors lose and they're like, ah, okay, but we'll get it together. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mo, they can't win a game on the road. And they're like, oh, we'll, we'll, we're fine. We'll get it. <laughs> hey, hey, well, they're like, oh, well, we'll get it together. And then they're so confident that you're like, maybe they might get it together. Here's not- a team that's in first place in the Western Conference. And we're like ready to push the panic button with them. The Warriors haven't won a game on the road since the 30th of January. Today okay. is the 18th of March. And they're still not worried. Okay. So my advice, 
if I were talking to the Nuggets, is say, okay, let's not allow, let's not, let's let's not let our emotions get in the way of the job at hand. Everyone knows the job at hand. The expectations of them having the MVP, the expectations of him having the best record in the league, comes with what's next, Mo? Hey, they should compete for the championship. Yeah. Now, Mo, they play a game, and you watch the New York Knicks. They ran one play. And I watched the Denver Knicks. I said, I just want to see in the fourth quarter if whatever adjustments they're going to make, right? They just didn't. They did the same exact thing for the fourth. And it was a tie game going into the fourth quarter. Now, Mo, again, every team has something. I want to see what they're going to do. Okay. Now, Mo, we had a little saying in our locker room. When I was on good teams, right? Mm-hmm. You got a job to do and you got to figure out how to get the job done no matter what. Everyone has a matchup. Mo, everyone has a matchup. If everyone wins their matchup in this room, Mo, we're going to win this game. Yep. Okay. Now, when the heat comes, Mo, if you are trained to put the fire out, that fire is gonna go away. Mm-hmm. So we we refer to ourselves as firemen mm-hmm. in our locker room. Because when the heat came in that locker room, Mo, we were trained to put that fire out. Some yep. of us, Mo, were a little bit more aggressive than others. We went looking for the heat and looking for the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, now some of us, I ain't saying all of us, some of us went looking for it. Mo, we have to. The Denver Nuggets and all great teams, all good teams, all championship caliber teams, Mo, they do the same thing. They control the heat. They are trained to put out the heat. And they live in the heat. Mm -hmm. When we see the heat on your championship team, you run to that because you know that's where excellence is. Excellence is where the smoke is at. Yeah. The fire is where the smoke is at. Some people, Mo, when it gets hot in the kitchen, they run from that. Mm-mm. I want to see this Denver Nugget team run to it now. There's nothing else to talk about, Mo. They have, the, they have, they have, they have, the, they have a top five player. They have a terrific coach. They got the best record in the league. And now, when it's a little hot, now they want to start talking. It ain't nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. It ain't Mo. The Heat. Is it the heat is in the building now? It's in the locker room. When the heat comes, Mo, who's trained to deal with that heat? You've been playing all year. You've been doing this all, your whole life. Where are the firemen when you need them? So now, Mo, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not pushing the panic button with the Denver. I watched them, I watched them really well today. Now, Mo, I get it. We're all stubborn. That's a quality that you need to have if you're going to be successful as a professional player. However, Mo, there's nothing wrong with adjusting, making adjustments to do what you got to do to win the game. Mm-hmm. It's not a sign of weakness. You got to make it, Mo, believe it or not, the other team is pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, Believe it or not, Mo. The, the, Knicks, the, were on the, 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 the Knicks were on the tag. Like, we got to give them credit okay. where it's due. Believe it or not, Julius Randle, Brunson, and, and those guys are good. 
Believe it or not, they may not be MVPs, but they're they're pretty good. But they're all stars in their own right, bro. So you have to respect this league. And that would be my advice if they were asking me. Okay, that's okay. We know who we are. We know what we can do. Mo, you don't just play and have a game going into the fourth quarter tied up unless you're doing something well. Mm-hmm. Now we know, Mo, why you win. Why do you win in this league, Mo? Who's going to get the stops when it counts? The Knicks did. Denver didn't. And that's all they came down to. So I, I, I just hope that this team, because they've had an excellent regular season, that they take the next step of being what a championship caliber team needs. Because, Mo, you can't teach someone this. You have to experience it. It is very, very difficult, Mo, to go through that step. Because why? You got to be on the stream with the other 14 guys in that locker room. And that's what people never prepare you. Okay, yeah, I know the best player, the guy who scores the most points will get all the accolades. Oh, he's a superstar. Oh, he did this. Truthfully speaking, no, Mo, everyone in that locker room has to provide a level of leadership. Yeah. To be ready because, Mo, you hear me say this all the time, and you're going to start hearing me saying it in a couple of weeks. You need unlikely contributions from players to win 16 games. In the, in, in We've seen the that again. over the years. Like, we, Mo, if, if, if you guys remember, like, Gary Neal on the San Antonio Spurs, <laughs> Danny Green before anyone knew who he was, Grant Williams last <laughs> year to get to the finals. Like, you need unlikely contributions, okay, to win. And that means everyone has to be on the same page. Everyone has to understand the role at hand. And then when it's time to step up, you need those people to step up. So Denver, it's time. You're on the clock now. You're on the clock and everyone is evaluating themselves as we head into the playoffs versus you. And right now, the challenge, either you're going to put the fire out and let people know, no, we are this good. Or people are going to go into the playoffs going, oh, we can beat them. And that's that's the one thing you don't want heading into the playoffs. If we look at the Denver Nuggets from a tactical perspective, and we look at what teams have started doing against them down the stretch in recent games, and that's putting Nikola Jokic into the pick and roll, as we saw the Warriors do in the playoffs last year, but they knocked them out. What can the Denver Nuggets do from that tactical side of things to kind of, because we, we, well, we've talked about, you know, we, we all know how you kind of, if a, a guard is a weak defender, how you can kind of hide that a little bit. But when your five man isn't a shot blocker and isn't really able to guard out on the perimeter, what can they do from a tactical perspective to try and alleviate some of that? Well, you know, Mo, listen, what can you do? Okay. Again, the first thing is, you have to you have to create competitive environments for everyone, okay? And the competitive environment looks like this. Jokic, who is their center, okay? Who is their center? He is their last line of defense, okay? He's their last line of defense. Mm-hmm. That means he is going to be the last guy to stop some form of penetration, which every offense is going to try to create. Yeah, you can. How do you create? How do you create penetration? You can do it off the dribble. You can do it with the pass. You can do it with the shot, because if someone gets the offensive rebound, Mo, you're still on defense. OK, so there. Jokic has a very big job. 
because he's the last line of the defense. He is the anchor of the defense. Yeah, and he can't afford yeah. to get into foul troubles because of everything he does on okay. the other side. Okay, that's that's correct. However, Mo, if you don't stop that penetration, either on the screen roll, which they're going to include Jokic, or you can't protect the rim, that puts you and your team at a disadvantage. That's the that's the problem here. Now, I don't know which one is necessary, which one they're going to do because what I see is they're afraid to put Jokic on the perimeter because he's not the quickest guy if you switch with him, which will put him at a disadvantage. And they don't have another player that's behind him that can rim protect. Okay? So if you switch with him and the guard, let's say Jalen Brunson, because they played the Knicks, they gets by him. Now you're playing advantage basketball. Great for the Knicks. Awful for the Nuggets. That's the first problem. Second problem. Well, if you don't switch, you help and you recover. Now you're retreating. And you're retreating trying to recover and hope that the Knicks don't make the right play. Because you're in an automatic rotation. Well, Mo, we all know that if you're already rotating before the play happens, you're already at a disadvantage. Yeah. So they're caught somewhere in between this because they don't want to compromise their defense. And by the way, Mo, their best defensive rebounder is who? Jokic. So if you have your best defensive rebounder out on the perimeter and you're playing with Bruce Brown and Jamal Murray and those guys, well, Mo, no wonder the Knicks, the Knicks are going to just crash the board. Josh Hart and these guys, they're excellent offensive rebounders. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we know, Mo, the one thing that hurts, if you and I are on the offense, we're going to tell our big to screen and roll. Why? Because the rotation is going to be a guard on my center who should be in great position to get the offensive rebound. I got the court. I got the court. My shooters in the corner. Wide open because the defense has had to help in the lane. And and they've already – done in in basketball terminology they're in a pre-rotation so mo right now they are caught in between this it's a bad area yep yep it's just a bad area to be in now at some point mo maybe they already have the solution that they're just not showing yet for the playoffs but they're going to have to do one of the what i do one of the following either they're going to live with these open shots or they're going to have to stop the penetration. Okay? If you watch how the teams are doing, and when they get into a pre-rotation, meaning they rotate before the play even starts, the other team just brings Jokic back to it, right? They're just, they're, they are Whoever serving Jokic is guarding, the they will use as a screener yes. in the screen role. So, it's, so they're just getting to the play to get to the thing that they have to do. And you can't keep pre-rotating if they just are patient enough on, on the offensive end to wait to, to get to the matchup that they want. They're searching the matchup mode. There's a theme in the NBA. Yeah, so, they're hunting. Like LeBron does it all the time, but LeBron yeah, usually gets a smaller defender. You know, whoever's the smallest, weakest guy on the court, their man will come and set the screen so LeBron can bully his way to the yes. rim. Whereas teams are doing the inverse okay. against Jokic and bringing him. Jokic is the biggest defender because they know he's slower. So at some point, Mo, they're going to have to just live with it. Now, 
I don't know what the solution is because Coach Malone knows his roster better than me. But what I do know, Mo, is when I watched the game today, they included three guys in the fourth quarter. They put in what, what's the what's the tall kid? Uh, Michael, Michael Porter. Porter Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Maybe one of the worst defenders in the NBA. Okay, they put Michael Porter Jr. They ran a three-man game on the right side of the floor, and whichever one they, whichever one switched on Julius Randle, he just attacked. They wanted to attack, okay, uh, Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. and. And, and they did. They ran one play. Mo, you can go watch it. They ran one play, and and they just they would set the screen with Mitchell Robinson. But they would screen the screener. You know how they they I forgot what they call. It. I think they call it the Euro Spain. whatever. You Spain sp- pick a yeah, roll. Spain. You there you go. The there you go. Set the original screen. Yeah. They ran Spain with Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson, and Brunson, and then whoever. Murray was guarding. They got him the ball, and then they played from there. And I'm telling you, now, they didn't make an adjustment. And Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson, they just had a field day. Now, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm what Coach Malone knows his team better than I do. However, Mo, what I do know, that level of defense that I saw today is not going to no. It's not gonna not gonna win. Okay. That I know. What do I think they could do? I just think now every everyone's got to man up. You just gotta accept Bo, you just gotta accept the responsibility. I personally don't believe it's necessary to switch. Okay. Just like what you see Steve Kerr do. You you hedge, you hold, and you allow the guy to get get around and get in position because when you compromise your defense with size and you start putting Jamal Murray on Julius Randle, for instance, it compromises everything. Everyone's out of position. And once you get out of position, you have your rebounding, your defensive rebounding is not as good. Your spacing is not as good. And that, it just breaks down. So that's what I would do. And then just live with the results. I mean, what else can you do? These guys are really good. Yeah. But what I see them doing, Mo, is they're running a scheme instead of just taking on the challenge. Because yeah. in the end, Mo, it always gets to, it always boils down to this: you versus me. Yeah. That's and what it comes down to. When we when we look at you know teams who have won championships with weak defenders as their bigs, there's not really many. The the last one that springs to mind is the Dallas Mavericks in 2011. But what they did was Nowitzki played the four and they brought in Tyson Chandler at the five, who was an elite rim protector. And they mm-hmm, played a mm-hmm. lot of zone defense on their run to the championship because then that way uh, Dirk was yes. only responsible for his zone. And he had defenders like Jason Kidd was a great defender on the perimeter. Tyson Chandler was a great defender at the bucket. Sean Marion was a great defender that could switch on to bigger players than him. Mm-hmm. And they had all guys around him. For me personally, I think that as talented as the Denver Nuggets are, with Jokic, you can't have a lineup which includes a point guard in Jamal Murray, who's been very inconsistent recently and isn't known as a great defender, and Michael Porter Jr., who is very far from a good defender. Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown, fantastic for their positions. But if you're going to build a championship team around Jokic, you need the other four guys on the floor to be elite on the defensive side as well. That's just my personal my personal. You know what I would like to really see? You know what I would like to see? I mean, again, this is just my 
two cents for whatever it's worth without knowing anything. Again, I don't know. What's the point of having a guy like Jokic if you can't move him around the floor? In terms of... I would love... When you say move him around the floor, the defense, offensive, offensively. Defensively and offensively. Like, the beautiful thing about watching him play, he plays everywhere on the floor on the offensive end. He's at the three-point line. He's in the post. He's at the pinch post. He's picking pop. He's picking roll. He's in the mid-range. He's shooting floaters. He does it He's all. passing the ball. He does it all. Okay, you move him around. Now, you know what I would really like to see him play with, Mo, is another big guy. And, and the reason I'm saying this, Mo, is because of the following. He's so, he's so amazing as a passer. Imagine him playing with another seven-footer next to him. Well, we don't have to imagine. They actually did that at the start of his career in Denver. It was Jokic and Nurkic on the court together in a double big experiment that didn't really work. And I think Nurkic, if we're talking about another seven-footer, isn't the ideal seven-footer because he's also slow with his feet. When we talk about another big playing alongside, like what I'd want to see, maybe Rob Williams playing alongside Jokic. You know what I'm saying? Like someone that can so play I, I think, air rather than just another post-up guy. When you're building when you're building a team around a great player, which he truly is, you have to help and compliment him. So what is the one thing he doesn't do well, Mo? Right? He's he's not athletic and he doesn't rim protect. So why wouldn't like I remember last year when JaVel McGee or two years ago when JaVel McGee played there or whenever that was, I thought I was like, that could be fascinating because mm -hmm. you're not going to play that for 30 minutes a night. But Mo, for the last four minutes of the game, when the game really slows down and you know what the other team is going to do, because Mo, think about this. Just think about this for one second, Mo. Just think about this. What's the one thing we don't see in the NBA anymore? No one plays with two bigs who can score well, anymore. <laughs> Detroit are trying. Okay. Milwaukee can. Okay. Milwaukee can, but they don't go to Brook. Brook is a is the third, fourth, fifth option. Yeah, yeah. He's only not, when, only he's when not Middleton's a, out. Only when Middleton's out and Drew's, yes. you know, whatever. He, there is, Brook is a secondary offensive player at, at best. But what I love about him he's their first player on the defensive end he anchors that defense yeah okay and then Giannis who just runs around as an athlete and block shots and does all that thing now you got something so what I would like to see is and because you know that so you say okay I'm going to put a, 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 a tall athletic rim protector next to Jokic so that Jokic can always be on the second best offensive player on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, you, you follow what I'm saying here. So now you have to make a decision on Jokic. So now if you blow by Jokic, Jokic, you just keep coming to the basket. The big will seal the basket. And now let's just get, to the three-point shooters and run them off the line okay mm -hmm. that to me is a solid defense because if you did that to brooke lopez Giannis is there Giannis and brooke work in a tandem the problem with the denver nuggets they can't work in a tandem because their best player Jokic, they need him 
to mm -hmm. be the rebounder. They need him to be the rim protector. They need him to be in rotation. And all we're doing is picking on this guy for 48 minutes because he has no help. Mo, he's the best offensive player. He's the best defensive player. And we have to play to him for 40 plus minutes and he's involved in every play. Mo, that's that's almost impossible. So what I would like to see is for some for them to get an athletic player to play beside him and then utilize their team that they currently have to play the majority of the minutes. But we know when these teams start attacking us, we have to complement what Jokic doesn't do well. It's not like it's going to change. Mm -hmm. it, it'd be different if Jokic was a young player and he was learning the game. Well, this is who he is. So I think the best thing to do is to say, okay, how can I compliment him? Yep. Because Mo, we Mo, he re, he knows how to Mo. When you watch him, it's not a lack of effort. It's he just, tries. There's just only so much tried, he can Mo. try. It's he, like what he, you mean. That's what I, Mo. <laughs> Mo that's, you know, I mean, Mo. He Mo. He knows what to do. He tries. We all have faults in our game. We all have things we don't do well. It's not a lack. It's not because he's not giving the effort. It's just it is what it is. So why not help? Why not help him? Because you know he wants to do it. Yep. Mo, you, you know he wants to. Mo, the guy is as competitive. He plays. He shows up. He does everything you could ask. You can't ask more of him. Mm -hmm. But what we can do, I think, is you can help him. Yep. And if you put someone beside him that can compliment him in those last four or five minutes of a game. They, Mo, it's not like you're running in the last five minutes of a game anyway. Everyone's coming down, running a play. You got a big, you put him in a dunker spot. And now, Mo, you got to double team Jokic anyway. Yep. So now you have dunkers. You got, you pick your poison with him on the offensive end. And then on the defensive end, you always have rim protection. Mo, you can't play without rim protection or being able to switch. He's never going to be able to switch. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to play even he's seven feet. He's going to minimize your He's a seven footer. He's never going to be a rim protector. It's not that he's it's, not it's trying. It's interesting to be. statistically when they play him in the drop coverage, he's a lot worse than when they when he plays at the level because the one thing he does have going for him is quick hands and he can make deflections, make steals. The other one that's interesting that I heard someone talk about is he kicks the ball an extraordinary amount. Like you know when when point guards are trying to make that bounce pass through the middle, he just kicks right. it and they start the possession again. That's just the interesting bit. That's what I think. But again, that's what I see. Coach Malone knows his team. I don't know his team. You know what I mean? I'm not there. But I do know that if I'm playing against a team that I know can't take away one of those or both of those, I feel pretty good going into yep. the game. I'm going, I don't have to worry about people blocking my shot. And I don't have to worry about team switching. Well, that's that's comforting to know. Yep. Now all we got to do is start making shots. If we make shots, Mo, they have no adjustments that they can really go to. And I think that's the that's the problem when you talk about the Denver Nuggets right now. Well, that is one of the issues. Only time's going to tell. Less than a month till the playoffs now. So we're going to see what happens as that unfolds. We're going to be right here with you with the Hoop Genius Podcast. So make sure you subscribe. Share this with your friends. Make sure you leave a review and a rating. Five stars if you would be so kind. And make sure you lock in with us. We're going to be back all week long. Don't miss a single episode. Most importantly, you guys know the vibes. Get buckets. <laughs>